just like lunch in a picnic basket, you can take your learning on the go. It's time for the Podcast PD Picnic. Hmm, what's in here today? Welcome to the Podcast PD Picnic. My name is Mickey Mueller. I'm the Educational Technology Facilitator for Norfolk Public Schools in Norfolk, Nebraska. And joining me on my conversation today, I have my colleague, Becky Miller. Becky, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Becky Miller. I'm the Digital Integration Facilitator here at Norfolk Public Schools in Norfolk, Nebraska. And today we are going to share with you a conversation that Becky and I have been having over the last three years about planning technology training or professional learning opportunities for teachers in our district. One of the wonderful opportunities that we get is to um, help teachers integrate technology in their classrooms and we have always offered professional learning opportunities after school or during the summer for teachers to take advantage of to learn a little something new. Um, And we used to have Technology Tuesdays and we'd focus on a tool and um, send them off on their way and uh, hope that they use that tool. And a couple of years ago, Becky and I were talking and we kind of made a shift We didn't really want to keep focusing on tools, but we really wanted to expand what we were doing and what we were offering to teachers. And so we decided to change Technology Tuesdays to professional learning opportunities. So Becky, do you think that that, um, besides you and I, do you think that that had any effect on our teachers and um, how they looked at what we were doing? You know, I really do. when we flipped and made that kind of switch over and we started using that terminology it changed how we trained our teachers and as they were walking away i did have some teachers say things like oh i can use this with this lesson it will replace something i'm doing and so i really think that we started to make that focus to the teaching and the learning more than just on the tool itself yeah and i think part of the reason becky and i started making that shift ourselves is because of all of the other things that we had happening in the district. Um, One of the things that we've been working on for the last couple of years, and Becky and I have had an opportunity to be a part of this committee, is we have developed a new instructional model for our teachers. Uh, We got to roll that out this year. And as we were building that model, the committee felt very strongly that technology integration needed to be a part of that. And so that is one of the seven components in our new model. And so as we were training, uh, we trained all of our teachers on our new instructional model uh, this year, and we did a lot of technology throughout that training, but technology integration is a component. In addition, we are, as a district, moving to target-based grading, standards-based reporting. And so our teachers have done a lot of work on getting really clear about identifying priority standards for their classes and learning targets for all of their classes. We're getting really clear on our curriculum and our scope and sequence that we're teaching. And so our teachers are doing a lot of work. And as Becky and I were looking at everything our teachers were having to do, you know, we question how does technology fit into this and how can we make a difference without adding to our teachers already very full plates? And with that technology and how it fits, like we had, it made us do that shift because when we were doing our technology trainings, we really did look at technology specific things. So for instance, HyperDocs, we did a lot of training with HyperDocs and Mickey, I know your um, new teacher trainings, you use HyperDocs for those. 
I do. Yes, I do. I love HyperDocs, and I think HyperDocs takes advantage of technology at its best point, um, where teachers can identify what the what they want the students to know, and then students can be exploring and doing those things um, within a HyperDoc. Another one that we've looked at is choice boards, giving students a choice in how they demonstrate their learning. Um, and we've also done a session on making thinking visible. You know, um, a lot of times, a lot of what our teachers are requiring our students to do is write information, and not all students can express themselves that way. And so when we talk about making thinking visible, you know, we're talking about how can students express themselves? How can they show their thinking behind solving that math problem or writing that paragraph? And what kinds of things that can they do besides just writing? to make their thinking visible. And so tools like Flipgrid fit in great with that kind of a topic. And, and so you're exactly right. When we were doing all these tools, it really made us have this discussion about technology integration is more than just tools. It's more than the one tool. It's more than seeing a tool and just using that. And so we that conversation has evolved to how are we identifying the learning objectives? Those are the important things. And now we're going to go back and say, what tool fits that learning objective? Yeah, and so uh, it, one of the things that we've looked at is the ISTE standards for students, which have been redesigned, I'd say, like three years ago. They were new. And if we look at those new ISTE standards for students, they don't focus on tools. There is not a tool mentioned. Um, instead, they have strands like empowered learner and digital citizen, con knowledge constructor, innovative designer, computational thinker, creative communicator, global collaborator. So just hearing those strands, you probably have ideas of how technology can fit in there, but there's no specific tools mentioned in those standards. So that is a great place if teachers are um, not sure where to start about integrating technology into their classroom, the ISTE standards for students would be a great place to start. You're not going to get tool focused, you're going to get learning focused when you look at those standards. And that learning piece really has evolved how I have worked with our special education staff. So when I look at, I work a lot with our special education students. And so those pieces have allowed us to really make sure that we are being inclusive with our students and our, our students that have special needs, that they can be a part of all of those pieces. And so that really has opened up our discussion of UDL or the Universal Design for Learning and how we design those lessons for everyone. And we meet each of our kids' needs whether they are students with special needs or not, we're meeting everyone's needs in their classroom. And so then really we talk about like, how do we just continue to keep that focus, you know, on the learning? Right, and, and that's kind of where our conversations have gone this year. And as a matter of fact, I have a sticky note sitting on my computer uh, that says, uh, leading with instruction versus leading with the tool. To remind myself that we're here for the learning and we hope that the technology can enhance that, but the learning should come first. And I think that's hard for both of us because we are so technology focused and you and I, our job is to make sure the technology is there. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So you may have heard of technology integration frameworks. The, the popular ones that are out there are SAMR and TPAC and Tim, the technology integration matrix. And Tim is one that we've actually used with our teachers. And sometimes those um, frameworks or those, those uh, technology integration frameworks can get overwhelming for teachers. And they really do focus on tools versus focusing on the learning. And so one uh, new, newer framework that I've come across is by Liz Kolb. It's called the Triple E Framework. Uh, she has that frame. If you Google triple E framework, you'll find her website. It's all creative Commons, So everything is there, but she's also written a book and the book is called learning first technology second. 
And uh, I, I, this book is great. If you haven't read it, it does a great job of helping teachers understand that uh, integrating technology tools, you can do that in a lesson while supporting the learning goals. Um, you wanna start with your learning goal first, and then technology should be adding value to leverage how learning goals are met. So the learning goal is what you start with always. And so when you say triple E framework, we're talking about engage, enhance, and extend, right? Right, those are the triple E's that Liz talks about. And ideally, each one of those should be met in a lesson, okay? So engagement, we're talking about how technology tools are helping students focusing on learning goals and tasks. Enhancement is how the technology tools help students develop an understanding of the learning goal that they could not have otherwise achieved without the technology. So we're talking about using technology to differentiate or to personalize and to create real world connections. And then the last D is extension. And that's how well technology creates a bridge to between classroom learning and everyday lives. So much of what kids do in the classroom, they are not experiencing outside. You know, they're going home and they're doing other things on their computer. So how can we use uh, learning goals and how can we extend that use, using technology to bridge that gap between the classroom learning and everyday lives? And so, you know, that if you haven't picked up a copy of Liz's book, I highly recommend it. She's a professor at the University of Michigan, um, and that book is available on Amazon. That's Learning First, Technology Second by Liz Kolb. And so that really has, like, I do think that that encompasses a lot of what we are talking about. You know, as we move forward and we look at trainings, um, we talk about, like, we learning is our focus, and we keep that at the at the center. And you and I have always talked about, like, with a great lesson, you do not have to have technology. But if you're going to add that technology, you want to make sure that it really does have that engagement piece, the enhancement piece, and the extension. So that way you're covering the entire learning process there all together. Right. And it seems weird to hear Becky and I, two people who are as crazy about technology as we are, to say you don't have to have a lesson. <laughs> Not every lesson in needs to incorporate technology, but that is that is true. If you're going to use technology, make sure it's not an add-on. Make sure it's enhancing what you're doing and make sure it's helping students meet their learning goals. So Becky, I want to thank you for joining me on our podcast episode today. Thank you, Mickey. Um, I'm excited, you guys. This is kind of Mickey and I's last hurrah together. Um, I have decided um, I'm going to step back a little bit and stay home with my children. So um, this is Mickey and I's last chance to do some training here together. So um, thank you, Mickey, for the last uh, three years. It's been wonderful to be a part and work with you. Yeah, I can't imagine having a better partner in crime to do all of the stuff that we've done in the last three years. And I'm so happy that you're, our last hurrah is uh, joining me on the podcast PD Picnic. So thank you everybody for listening and please check out our other episodes of the podcast PD Picnic. <laughs>